All right, let's talk about the police. The police, man, let's talk about them. Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. They'll probably come get me. Anyways, police and maybe filters. Police and filters, I think that's a good, good place to roll. So, just because I like talking about whatever random shit I can talk about. Cops. We had another murder the other day of a young man who apparently should not have been murdered. And I I get, like, you know, being a cop is a tough... It's a tough thing. It's a tough job. But I got to talk about cops from my experience. And it's... uh, It's... Again, going to be a lot of generalizations on this podcast. And cops, in my opinion, from where I live, and this is, of course, not going to be the case with everything. In my hometown, as long as I can remember, cops are typically used to be jocks. Cops are former football players. Uh, like the bullies from high school or the, you know, the, the tough guys from high school. Again, don't get me wrong. This is just my experience. Most of the, and, and, and like not all football players are this way. I'm just like trying to get the point across that it was the biggest, baddest dude that made sure he was in everything physical, basically any toxic male from high school went on, not, not all of them, but the, our cops in my hometown are made up of those toxic males from high school. I don't know if it's like, you know, you lose that power because after high school, you don't have any power until you work on who you're going to have power over. But in high school, you've got a mass gathering of people that you can have some kind of influence over. You know, think about high school, like the the skinny guy getting slammed up against a locker. That kind of situation. The, the really overly high testosterone running motherfuckers. Just, they've, they've got a whole pool of people to intimidate. And in my experience, in my town, a lot of those people go on to be cops. Which is a bad recipe. It's a recipe for disaster. And that that seems to be extrapolated to a plethora of places countrywide. I don't know about worldwide. You know, I, I've met a lot of good cops too. But the ratio is pretty... I would say 50-50. I would say the ratio is 50-50. So... If you take that ratio and you say that your average town has 10 to 15, you know, cops. If 50% of those are morally defunct, shit's going to happen, man. Like, yeah, that's, you can't, uh, I don't know how you could have some kind of uh, toxicity test, like to find toxic humans that are wanting to be cops. I don't know how you weed that out. You know, I mean, maybe you just can't. But we give people that want power. A lot of people, they want to be cops because cops have power. 
you know, there's a lot of people that want to be cops because they actually want to do good and help people. But if you really think about it, like how often does a cop get, how often does a cop get a chance to help someone? Typically, I don't know if you consider arresting and chasing and, you know, all that helping. And most situations are a, uh, a danger situation. I mean, cops certainly can't go or folks can't go out to be cops because they want to give tickets. That's not helping anybody. You know, most of the people that get tickets, they're always going to get tickets. So it's not like you just, you know, saved a bunch of people's lives. That, that person that was speeding 85 and 35, they're going to do it again. So, yeah, that's one thing. Cops are, uh, I won't lie. I, I generally, it's hard for me to even consider trusting a cop. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me to trust a cop. I'm trying a new phone out on this for the video portion. And uh, it's not doing great with, like, figuring out the light versus dark ratio. If I hold my hand up here, maybe it it changes. I don't know. But, yeah. You know, that's really all I have to say about cops. I was thinking I had a lot more to say. But, you know, I will say I used to rent a home from a local cop in my hometown. Great guy. I don't know if he was always a great guy, but he was just a great guy. Good head on his shoulders. Thinked rationally awesome and then i ran into a bunch more that just are dying to put someone's hands behind their back and put their knee in their back just dying to because that's what they love they love the power love the power it's going to be a quick transition because i you know i don't have much else to say about cops i just think the problem with police officers is one of two things one is fear i think a lot of people get shot over fear you know you see somebody pull a stick of gum out of their pocket not to be confused with a stick of gun but a stick of gum and cops uh, some cops just get scared and then some cops just want to rule they want to be over people they want that power and authority and some just get scared for their own life and they and I, you know that's a tough one too like if you've got a cop out there that's scared you may, you may have never known that they were scared before because they may have never shown any inkling that they would be afraid if they were put in a situation where they could get injured. I mean, you, you go through training and stuff. I don't know exactly what training is at the police academy. I just want to make noises like the police academy guy from the movies. I don't know exactly what the training is, but uh, I'm sure, but uh, I'm sure very little training programs across the country have you know put you in a situation where it's a real life threat maybe you just don't tell the policeman they're in a real life threat i don't know i don't know how that would work i don't know how any of that works i've never done it so i can't pretend to speak on it and be taken with a grain of salt i'm just speculating analyzing but like the most confident cop in the world the first time he runs into trouble it could be it could be bad because you never know what you're going to do in a certain situation until fear kicks in. And we all know that predominantly white officers in predominantly white areas, there's a high chance they're going to be afraid of what they don't know. So it's not an excuse, but this kind of piggybacks off an episode I talked about 
when you're afraid of what you don't know. I don't know if I did that on this. Fucking ignore me, I guess. I don't know. Rambling. That's what this is all about is rambling. Rambling, rambling, rambling. Don't use those filters. Don't use filters, people. I mean, I I hate to come on here and just... Nobody's going to listen to me anyways. This is like therapeutic. It's therapy for me. But don't use fucking filters. Don't go on Facebook and, and like, take the outline of your face away. If filters were, uh, you know, accurate and real, and you could look like a filter after you used it, by God, you wouldn't see my round fucking face on this. You would see me filter the hard line off, and I would just look like that fucking son from the Teletubbies, that baby son that doesn't have any facial definition. It's just glowing in all directions. That's what filters are. You look like the fucking Teletubby son. That's what you look like when you use a filter. It just completely fades your whole face out. Yeah, it fades those wrinkles out too, but it fades your whole face out to look like the fucking sun. I'd rather look like the purple Teletubby, to be honest. That's fucking quit using filters. When you use filters, what you really do is you shock people. Like, you use a filter, and then when somebody sees you out in public, they're like, God damn! What the fuck happened to you? Did you seriously go on a seven-week binge of meth after the last time I saw your picture? What's a Rivion? Is that a... What is that vehicle? That's beautiful. Rivion? R-I-V-I-A-N? Rivion. Rivion? Rivion. I'm going to have to look that up. That's sexy. God damn! Might be a Jeep. Jeep Rivion, maybe? There's a truck carrying a bunch of them. I wish the camera angle was the other way so you could see them, but... Yeah, filters. Fucking quit that shit, man. Like, people are going to see you and be shocked that you don't look like you do in the Facebook. Not that they're not obvious. They're obvious as fuck. It's obvious when you use a filter. But I'd rather take my pictures on Facebook. Like, go ahead and put some a piece of, like, paper that's been colored black over a few of your teeth. You know, make sure you scrunch your face up in just that right position where all your smile lines and frown lines and all that shit show. Do that. And then when somebody sees you out in public and you don't look half bad, they're going to be like, God damn, fuck dude's been doing something. Looks way better than he does in his Facebook. Hmm. Yeah. Look at that. I'd hit that shit. But use a filter, setting people up for disappointment. And, and how do we, oh, hands off the wheel. And how, and how do we, how do we, uh, I, I can't speak from experience, but how do we meet people these days? It's fucking online not fucking online i think it'd be hard to fuck online you know for real maybe not maybe i'm behind the times but fucking online is where you meet people and that's where you see people and if you are filtered all to hell somebody's gonna show up for your first date and you may never know they were there because they may see you get out of the car and like fuck that you know fuck that i've seen jason without his mask i don't want to fuck him no thank you so don't do that don't make yourself look you know don't over promise and under deliver if anything under promise and over deliver the point the theme today's sermon under promise over deliver somebody asks you when you're talking online like how good are you in bed say not very good not very good I'm all right. I might, might get you off on the, on the 10th time we do this thing. Maybe, maybe once. Just 
under promise. Be like, I'm willing to work on it. And then you use all your skills and blow them away. That's what you do. Filter, all that stuff. Under promise, over deliver. When you go in for a job interview, no, (laughs) don't do it at a job interview. That's the opposite. That's where you over promise and try to deliver. But uh, interviews, interviews are definitely over promising. Went from filters to interviews. Here's an interview story. I, uh, when I was a manager for a certain company, had this guy walk in, dressed really nice, looked really good, sat down for an interview. And I consider myself a fairly decent judge of character. I feel like I'm pretty good at recognizing social cues. And this guy had me fooled. This guy best interview to this day and this has been like five or six years ago i've done many interviews since this guy knocked my socks off i was like this is going to be great this guy is going to help make my job easier and you know what happened this dude who interviewed so beautifully and brilliantly was the absolute worst fucking employee i have ever seen in my life first day on the job i noticed the dude has chew chewing tobacco in his bottom lip and i'm like dude what are you doing like we work in retail you're gonna have customers who are seeing you chew chewing tobacco and he says oh no it's a actually his exact words were oh no dog it's okay i've got this and he holds up a plastic bottle which is his spittoon but it's wrapped in duct tape so you can't see the chew spit. Fucking brilliant! No, it wasn't brilliant. Like, the only... Like, I don't know. I think it would be scarier to see somebody carrying around a bottle with duct tape. I'd be like, are they drinking fucking human blood and plasma and chunks of flesh? What is it? You might as well write Cannibal Corpse on the duct tape on the bottle. But why not? Make it as scary as possible. Draw some blood drips coming from it. But this dude seriously thought, because he wrapped his shit in duct tape, that that it was cool. It was cool, man. Fucking cool. Then, a few days later, no, he did not get fired. I ran all this shit by my regional manager, who said, not yet. And I was like, okay, no big deal. Anyways, he sucked. Couldn't get a sale to save his life. Man, he could talk the talk. A few days later this retail place sold uh, game systems i couldn't find this dude anywhere i'm like where the fuck is you know new guy where's new guy can't find him need his help i found him i found him like sunk down below a couch you couldn't even see him only reason i found him is because i walked by and noticed that one side of nba 2k said cpu and the other side said player and the game was happening the computer wasn't doing it wasn't in demo mode motherfucker was sitting in the floor in front of a couch hiding and playing nba 2k 15 or whatever the fuck it was back then what the fuck man like i understand i really understand not wanting to work for other companies but you gotta and like i said before you might as well make the most of your time this guy was like fuck that i'm gonna try to get as many paychecks as i can before getting fired because you know he's got to know he's gonna get fired 
Like, I think that dude lasted like a week and a half. I think he lasted a week and a half. I don't think anybody's even come close to that record as far as like people I've had a hand in hiring for something. Dude, just didn't give a fuck, man. I have never seen him since, and I am very glad. He was a ni- he really was a nice guy. He was super nice. He was very personable. He was just he just didn't give a fuck, man. Like he did not give a fuck. It was very entertaining. It was a good story. A story I'll have for a long time. I'm trying to think of the if there was anyone else that was just that bad, that purely terrible to work with. I do know of another one. Yeah, filters. There we go. So filters fake you up. They make you fake as fuck. They make you beautiful. If you want to be the son from the Teletubbies, they make you beautiful. But you're not. You could be. If you were real, somebody's going to find you beautiful. There's beauty in everybody. You know, uh, man, that's a topic too. I can't get on that quite yet. I'll try to remember that one. Anyways, it's all about how you're... No, I can't spoil it. I need con- I need content. I need ideas for these, these uh, episodes here. But anyways, fakeness. Someone else I worked with. And you you got to... This social media is just very crazy because you got those like whores out there. You know, these guys and gals who just want all the likes. All of them. And they will do anything to get them. Likes don't pay. I mean, I guess they do once you become monetized for likes. But most normal people, you know, you're not going to get paid for having 200 likes on your post. This person in particular pumps so much sunshine up everyone's ass on Facebook. Yes, I still use it, but not really. It's kind of like the shit show that I go watch. Like, just to see some ridiculousness. And I did have to hide this person eventually. But this person was just like, every day was like, I am so blessed because of this and that. And this person said, I, I, well, you know, made cracked on me when I had a, a child so young. But look at us now. And the pictures are all done up and filtered and shit. But this person in particular is the sweetest, nicest, most fucking wonderful person of all time on Facebook outside of Facebook, they are the devil's fucking left nut. The devil's left nut. Just fucking hanging around, fucking taunting you, bouncing on their feet, just back and forth, swaying, looking at you funny. You know, hair growing out all over the place, looking fucking crypt keeper-ish. And that sucks, because I know that real person, but I'm not about to, like, spread the word that they're an evil piece of ball sack. I'm not going to do that. But man, it is entertaining to watch people feed into that person. Like, oh, we love you so much. Oh, thoughts and prayers. Oh, you're the most wonderful. Oh, I've just, I've loved you so much ever since we met. You're the best. They're not the best. Don't believe in social media people being the best. It's just not a thing, man. Like, if they're being one way too much on social media, whether it's, you know, too mean acting. Cause I've seen some people that are like, you know, grouchy dick on Facebook, like get off my lawn. And in person, they're fucking pleasant as hell. And I've seen the opposite. This person who's 
fucking angel on Facebook and Satan's left testicle off of Facebook. Like, fuck, man. It, it's, what was it Second Life? I, the Sims, Second Life, that kind of thing where you can kind of have your other chance. I think I feel like some people just don't have the ability to be decent in public, but it's super easy to fucking fake it through a bunch of typed out words. Super easy. So, not to be a hypocrite, I'm pretty sure I fell into a lot of the traps of social media 2009 and onward, because that's really the... That's when I remember it being like the thing, 2009 and onward. MySpace was the shit. Fuck all these other ones. But, I, like, I, I did the whole passive-aggressive thing sometimes on Facebook. Like, oh, I'm super fucking pissed. I'm going to go post this. Why the fuck did I do that? Now, granted, I haven't done that for a long time. Long time. Because as you get older, you're like, this is stupid. This is dumb. You start to see and realize it. it's a growing thing. It's growing up. That's why when I see someone in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, fucking being fake or acting a fool on Facebook, you officially know there is no hope. There is no hope for that person. They are locked in. Locked in to their two lives. Facebook life and real life. Nothing you can do to help them. I'm not saying you shouldn't try, but there's probably not a damn thing you can do to help them. And that is sad. Because I want to like everyone. I really do. But, uh, the, but, uh, but, uh, but the fact of the matter is it's just not possible. It's, it's not possible. That's why we do the whole friend thing. Like we talk about our friends, all these friends, you know how many friends I have like two, like, and I'm not talking about close friends. I mean like friends, it might be more like five, but friend is a strong fucking word. It is a strong word. When you say the word friend, think about that person and be like, would they drop everything they're doing to come bring me a gallon of gas so I can get home? Would they drop everything they're doing to watch my kid because I have an emergency? Would they drop everything they're doing just to come help me with a project, help me lift something that I can't lift by myself? And I maybe it's time sensitive and I have to do it. Maybe I have to be moved out of my house at a certain time, one piece of furniture, and I, I'm looking for someone to help me get it out. Will that friend drop what they're doing and come help you out? If the answer is no, it's not a friend. And if that person comes to you and expects you to drop what you're doing for something and you don't and they get mad, not a friend. You know, friends genuinely will do things for each other because they care about each other. Anything less than that is an acquaintance. It is an acquaintance. I have a lot of acquaintances. Hundreds of acquaintances. And it's nice to have to like exchange pleasantries with those acquaintances. But I wouldn't fucking count on an acquaintance to save my life. I've done that before. That's how you figure out the friend acquaintance balance. You you put them in their categories. And the friend one is real easy to keep track of because you will not find that many people who will genuinely care to help you when you need help, who would sacrifice something of their own, whether it be time, money, resources, to give you money, time, or resources. And and true friends also pay each other back. I've had a few people in my past that 
did not pay me back when I loaned him money. And that's basically like you bought out the friendship. Like I would like to buy out our friendship agreement, please. I'm never going to give you this $20 again. And I personally don't care about $20. If, if a friend of mine said, hey, can I have $20? I will probably never pay you back. But can I have $20? I would give it to him. Because the upfront honesty of I will probably never have this to give back to you. I'm fine with that. I am so fine with that. But when somebody's like, can I borrow $20? Dude, I swear I'll pay you back. I promise I'll pay you back. That is a that is a commitment that I am going to write a receipt for and put in my back pocket. Just to weed out the friends or not friends. May sound like a dick move, but why would you want to go your whole life to being taken advantage of? Give it, you know, helping someone else who will never help you. Why do you want to surround yourself with that? I don't. Now, I will say, one friend that I did help out in that way, and they did not pay me back for a very long time. We're talking like years, two, three years. One day, I ran into them. They paid me back, apologized, explained, you know, what they were going through at the time. Good to go. Good to go. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has to grow and learn, you know, and it, it takes some, it takes a lot to do that, to say, hey, I was wrong. How many people do you know would say, hey, I was wrong? God, there's not there's not enough. There's not enough. So for somebody to do that, I like, even, I love that person more now than I ever did because I'm proud of how far they've come. So don't give up on people completely, but don't ever help anyone out again that's just going to take advantage of you. I mean, that, yeah, it's common sense. Common sense hour with Bark. Common sense half hour with Bark in the car driving around with the mic hanging down people probably drive by me and think what the fuck is this guy doing what is he does he have a penis complex where he has to have something long protruding towards his mouth everywhere he goes the answer kinda kinda I really like microphones I really don't like penises but I I like microphones and they are kind of phallic but it's the recording part it's not the physical aspect of it hanging to my bottom lip it's the fact that i can share my thoughts and i'm never going to be famous i'm never going to be like world renowned for anything but i'll leave my mark somehow you know i'll leave some kind of mark i want to leave something i don't expect anybody to ever hear it but yeah i'm looking both ways in a, in a dramatic fashion this is like the most dangerous uh what fucking what am i trying to say most dangerous uh, crossing point. You know what I'm saying. The words escape me. But yeah, that's this most dangerous part. But anyways, friends. You know, if they're real friends, great. If they're not, fuck them. Fuck them. Like, it's easy to be acquaintances. There's one guy. You would think we're best friends when I see him out in public because our, fr- our kids are uh, friends. But... Once we're done in public, I want that motherfucker to stay away from me. You know? Where I live, there's a lot of racist, misogynistic, toxic masculinity bullshit going on. And in public, I'm not going to try to embarrass anybody or be a dick or be one way or the other. You know, I'll I'll talk to anybody if they're nice. You know, you want to be nice to my face? I'll, I'll be nice to your face back. It's not a problem. But try to get a hold of me afterwards you probably won't get a reply 
I'll probably leave that one unread. You got to get the point somehow. And that's, uh, to me, that's the way. You know, it's it's not cool to just be a dick in public. You know, be be decent. And sorry, I had to, you know, had to check that one. I don't normally play with my phone while I'm driving. I'm on a straight stretch. It's going to be fine. You know, that's another thing, too. Everybody texts and drives. I wasn't going to text. I was just checking the notification, I swear. But, yeah, don't waste your time. This goes back to episode one. Don't waste your time with, with fucking people who, who are wasting yours. Just simple kind of thing there, you know. Ah, I think you guys have heard me ramble enough again. This one went by fast. Sometimes I can ramble and ramble. Jehovah's Witness Church on the left. I'll, I will always be confused about that, too. Just real quick as I exit the video. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand how somebody comes into a uh, religion that is very obscure and comes out of it thinking, yeah, that's believable. Like Scientology. Yeah, that's believable. That makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah. Xenu. Yes. Yes, Xenu. Yeah. So got me hooked I'm convinced let's all hook ourselves up to machines and see what our midichlorian count is totally believable Uh, the world's a crazy place man and if we don't vent about it get shit off our chest and you know I'll tell you one thing about podcasting and about doing shit like this is if you need someone to talk to and you don't have one of those friends I mentioned that are real life friends do a podcast. It will make you feel better. It, it will. You really feel like you got a lot off your chest, and it's it's kind of gold. Like it, it. I used to be in a speech class in college, and I would shake. I was scared to um, scared to death. I was scared to death. To talk in front of people. Mouth gets dry. Voice starts squeaking. Scared to death. After doing podcasting, I'm not afraid to talk in front of any size crowd. It's like a training program. So if you got some shit you need to get off your mind, record it. You know, you writing it down. You've all heard that. Write it down. But you could also record it. And if there's any entertaining quality to it, unlike me and my stuff, post it. You know, I shouldn't post mine. There's no, not much entertainment to be had here. But record it or write it down and put it somewhere. Some of the coolest connections I've made are from people that have gotten a chance to know me through stuff like this. Hands off the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. Drive me to my home. But some of the coolest people I've met through this because they know that we have things in common. So there you go. This is how you find your circle. Find your, you know, your little cult that you drink Kool-Aid with. It's a good way to do it. Go out there and make a podcast. It really is beneficial to your mental health. Peace out.